0: This is Karen.
1: And this is Kevin. And, and this, this is, is Right, right from, from Us.
0: So the last time we spoke, we talked about cruising, how that was our preferred vacation, um, that how we got started in cruising. We feel like that is the best bang for your buck. So this time around, we would kind of like to give you our experience of booking our own cruises. Now, obviously, you have the choice of going through a travel agent if you feel more comfortable doing that. Um, and that's what we did at our very first cruise on our ten-year anniversary. We went through a travel agent. I don't remember a lot about that process, though. I'm to not be sure honest. anything
1: else was available at that time. That was in 2000. Yeah, that's true. Was the internet even there in 2000? You know, I think it was. If it was, it
0: was not like readily available it, for it's everybody. It's not like
1: it is today, where you can just pop on the cruise right. lines website and boom, there you are.
0: Right. But we did go through a travel agent our first time around, and it went smoothly. It was great. Um, whether you save money going through a travel agent or not, I really don't know because, again, we don't really have a lot of experience going through a travel agent. We've always done this on our own. But it's probably definitely worth a, a look, you know, just to kind of compare and see what kind of prices you can get.
1: I've seen some examples where it's the same. It oh, comes really? out being the same like this. this travel agent was sending out letters saying you can save, you know, 75% off of a cruise. Yeah. And it turned out it was exactly the same price as oh, what wow. is listed on the the website from the cruise line. So
0: yeah, and taking into consideration that if you do this all on your own, you have more control over what you book, and which personally for me, we all know I'm a control freak. That's I prefer that. But
1: the travel agent might know some some more ins and outs, and maybe some um, true add ons that are. You know, free or some some deals or something right. that, that may not be advertised on the website. So, I mean, it, it if you're more comfortable with a uh, travel agent, then, you know, go that way. Right, but.
0: right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, b- the bottom line is if you don't feel comfortable, then definitely go to a travel agent and, and go through them because they'll be a lot easier for you. Um, But we've done this so much on our own now that it's really not a big deal anymore. And it it is really easy. You just kind of have to take your time and read everything. And by everything, I mean, fine print, everything, read everything twice before you click on buttons to, you know, before you commit yourself to it. Be sure to read everything really carefully so that you don't inadvertently um,
1: schedule the wrong year (laughs) or the wrong week.
0: Which side note, I did that just recently. I had to go to Mountain Home, Arkansas, to work a clinic down there, and we,
1: Arkansas,
0: Arkansas, and I booked a hotel down there, and I booked it for the wrong week. So,
1: so I mean, there's an advantage to using a travel agent, right there. <laughs> that's if true. you, um, <clears throat> you know, yeah. just to make sure that if, if something does go wrong, that the, it's the travel agent's right. fault, I mean, not it's yours. But not
0: the end of the world if that's what happens. But I mean, it is going to be more of a pain in the butt to try to get it fixed. So just. Take your time, read everything before you click on stuff. Um, Really, the first thing, other than if you want to go through a travel agent or try to do this on your own, is try to figure out where you want to go and when you want to go. I know for me, it doesn't really matter when we go. I don't want to go through the the summer months just because kids are out of school. There are a lot of kids. Um, Not that that really ruins a vacation or anything, but that is definitely something to consider whenever you're booking your vacation. There are going to be a lot of children around. I know that for Kevin's job, there are certain times a year that he cannot go. He's just too busy with clients. Uh, So we have to take all that into consideration when we try to figure out when and where we're going to go. So that's the first thing you need to figure out, when and where. Um, So once you have that kind of figured out, then if you're going to do this yourself... Go to the cruise lines, and I'm talking Carnival, Norwegian, Royal Caribbean. I mean, all the ones that you think you might want to cruise on, really, all of them, just to compare the, the prices, right?
1: Yeah, I, I actually have a different method of doing it. I, I, sometimes I book cruises with, with our sons, and, and um, I just go to Travelocity. And just say, here, here's the week we want to go, and then what's available. And then it pops up all the cruise, cruise That's lines. That's true. I don't know deals. why I always forget about Travelocity. But if you, know, if you know what cruise line you're going to use, like yeah. we have one particular cruise line that we cruise with the most, it, it may just save time just to go straight to that website. Right. But if you're not sure, then it might make more sense to go to Travelocity or Expedia or something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, That would probably be easier just to compare. If you're going to do a lot of comparing then that would be the probably the best way to do it because they can list all of them in one in one search um, and get kind of an idea.
1: But there there is one thing, one disadvantage to that that I came across this last time is I was unable to um, purchase travel insurance from Travelocity. I had to actually go. I had to actually go to a separate insurance company to get the travel insurance. Really. But if you if I would have booked on. Car, the carnival's website. Right. I could have gotten it right there just with the click of a button. So,
0: you know, I'm really glad you brought that up because I forgot to put that in our show notes, but travel insurance we feel is worth it. Now, you are talking to probably the world's cheapest <laughs> people here. We like to get the most bang for our buck, but I will tell you that it's worth it because if something happens, it's it's worth it to pay what, 150 more. It's not yeah, even it, that much.
1: It's not it's usually 100, 150 maybe but it will pay for your cruise. right?
0: I mean, as opposed to you losing a couple of thousand dollars and something comes up and you can't make your cruise. So definitely consider buying travel insurance.
1: I mean, there's a lot of discussion of whether or not that's really worth it. I mean, for, for what you're getting for $150, maybe it's not that great of a deal insurance wise, you know, $150 for something that's, you know, $1,500. Right. But
0: But you never know what life's going to throw at you. I mean, you know, remember when you had your motorcycle accident and, and we were considering not going on the cruise that we had booked you know, a few months after your accident. We ended up going, but it was really hard on you. But I mean, we had the option of canceling because we did have that cruise insurance. So something to consider, it's very important. Um, it could ultimately save you thousands of dollars if something comes up, but again, that's just kind of something you're gonna have to decide on whether it's worth it to you or not, if that's something you wanna do. Now, as far as the cruise websites, I like to go to these specifically. We, as Kevin mentioned, we we cruise a lot with Carnival. We've had a lot of good luck with Carnival. They've been very good to us. Um, we've always had a lot of fun on their cruises. Uh, so we're comfortable with Carnival. So that's kind of our go-to place to begin with. And we usually, honestly, get the best deals through Carnival. But, I mean, sometimes it's fun to shake things up and try to cruise on a different cruise line. And that's when you may want to go and, you know, check other cruise lines and what kind of offers and deals they can give you as well. I will tell you, they typically are more expensive than Carnival, just in our experience. But, uh, like Royal Caribbean, for instance, their boats are, they're just, their works of art. They're just beautiful. So I'm sure that's part of the reason why they're a little bit more expensive because the boats are a little bit more mm, fancy, I guess, for lack of a better word. But anyway, again, it just kind of depends on what you want out of it. Uh, and you just kind of have to weigh the pros and cons on what you want out of this vacation. Um, probably a good idea to book your cruise at least six months to a year in advance, uh, just so that you have plenty of time to plan, ask off work, get all your documents, um, in and place. plus just
1: if you're going, if you're going to take a flight, you know, just have to get everything coordinated and get your flights. Usually you want to book that at least six months in advance. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah. And it, especially if you do like we do we have credit cards where we build points toward flights uh, which is great and we haven't had to pay for a flight in a long time however the catch is you're very limited on when you can go um so you have to take that into consideration too whenever you're planning these you want to make sure that your flight plan is going to coincide with where when you need to go on your cruise always want to go you always want to arrive i can't talk now (laughs) you always want to arrive at least one day in advance of when you embark uh just because like on our 10th anniversary we had no idea that that was the rule of thumb
1: (laughs) yeah the the travel agent should have told us that he should have told us he should have scheduled it that way but we were scheduled to fly into miami on the day of the cruise leaving and the flight was a little bit late and the cruise line was there waiting at the airport for us to take us to get on the ship because we were like one of the last yes. couples to, to get on the ship. and that
0: was stressful. So it is definitely worth the money to fly down a day before, have a hotel room. Uh, yes, it costs a little bit more, but it's worth it not having to stress about getting there on time because that boat's not going to wait for you. So you better be there on time or you're going to miss the boat, <laughs> in other words. Um,
1: Even if you drive, when we drive to New Orleans, yeah. we get there the yep. day before just because you you know you don't want to take the chance of something happening you know missing your cruise.
0: Yeah, good point. I mean, just because you're 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 going to drive, definitely definitely plan a day before because you could have a flat tire, there could be road construction, there could be detours, there could be a number of delays that you obviously wouldn't be counting on. And you again, you might,
1: you, you might come across the world's largest ball of twine and you want to <laughs> stop,
0: get distracted, squirrel. <laughs> I have to stop um so that kind of gives you an idea of where to go what to look for when you're booking um how you're going to get there flight drive kind of make sure you have that in the back of your mind as far as how you're going to get to the port um side note those reward programs if you are going to want to do this a lot or you going to want to fly other places a lot you might seriously consider looking into some of these reward credit cards now caveat if you're going to do this pay it off don't you know, don't build up that balance because then you're kind of defeating the whole purpose of having a reward. So keep in mind, if you're going to do this, be responsible, pay it off. Don't get a bit, don't, you know, get a large balance,
1: pay it off every month so that you don't incur any interest charges, yes. is what you're saying.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Financial advisor. <laughs> this is why he's here. Cause he knows all about that finance stuff. Uh, okay. Paperwork. So, um, Kevin and I were kind of debating before we started this. I think, I think you can still, as long as you are disembarking and coming back to a US port, they will still allow you to use a birth certificate as identification, yes? And a photo ID. I think that's right. Uh, so, which... But, but it,
1: you really never want to just use your birth certificate. You really just use a passport. I'm just telling you passport. guys,
0: just get a passport. It is expensive initially, but it's good for 10 years.
1: Yeah, here, here's a situation that could happen. Say say if you went to, you, you take a cruise from Miami to Cozumel and back, but say something happens on your excursion in, in Cozumel and you, you don't make it back to the ship for some reason, if you don't have a passport, you're going to have trouble getting back to the United States.
0: Yeah, you're going to be in a whole world of so hurt. Just,
1: just get a passport. Just
0: get a passport. Um, and so if you're going to get a passport, just keep in mind that it's going to take months to, you know, apply and get it back and that kind of thing. So take all that into consideration too when you're planning your cruise because you want to make sure all your documents are in order before you take off. Um, so, yeah, just, just keep that in mind. And you definitely need a passport if you're taken off from, like, a, a port outside of the U.S., obviously. Like, we we flew down to San Juan and, and took a boat out of San Juan. Had to have a passport, of course. Um, so... It's just it'll make your life easier if you just get a passport. Just get a passport. <laughs> just do it. Do it now. Um, let's see. So let's say that you've picked a cruise line. Let's say it's Carnival, just for simplicity's sake. And uh, you want to sign up for an account. Obviously, uh, once you have your account, and you're online. Then you want to go ahead and book your cruise. Now they're gonna they're gonna walk you through the entire process. It's super easy. They're gonna ask you what room you want because Carnival still allows you to pick your room, right?
1: Yeah, during the booking process, you well, for, for most rooms, there are, there are some cheaper options where they pick the room for you, but I don't recommend doing that because you want to you want to choose the room that that you want. Right. Not let them because you might get stuck by, you know, close to an elevator or some
0: And those are definitely things to to consider whenever you're looking for a room. You want to try to stay away from the elevators. You want to stay I mean, I guess you could be a, a floor down from like because it wasn't our room underneath the bar this time, but it really mm-hmm. wasn't that noisy, so it was not that bad. Mm-hmm. But you know, just take that into consideration when you're trying to pick your room, someplace kind of quiet. If you are prone to seasickness, um, you want an inner room toward the middle of the boat. That's the best place to be. It rocks well, less. Toward
1: toward the middle and in the toward the bottom of the boat. Right,
0: right. Farther the down.
1: Far, farther down. The farther down you are the less
0: rocking the, the and swaying and that kind of thing. So because um, 'cause I, I'm prone to seasickness, so that's something that we definitely consider whenever we book our room.
1: But we really haven't had that much trouble. No. We've been on the seventh and eighth floor
0: Yeah. It hasn't been too bad. Almost honestly. every
1: time for the last five five times. I think it's the been only fine.
0: time it's really ever given me a problem is when we were in the front of the boat. Yeah. Then then you can really tell the rocking and the swaying. So again, something to consider when you're you're booking your room. Also, side note, um, it's also a good idea to maybe check with the cruise line a couple of days before your cruise, or maybe even a week before your cruise, to see if there are any deals on upgrading your room. Uh, for instance, Kevin, actually, they didn't. They reached out to you.
1: Yeah, somebody had canceled their room, and and so the cruise line called and asked if we were interested in upgrading for. Drastically reduced price, and it's like, yeah, definitely. definitely Yeah, from an
0: interior room to a balcony room.
1: And they were able to tell me what room it was, and and, you know all the all the ship maps are Mm -hmm. online, so you can look and see where it's at. Yeah. So it was it was fine. So we did it, and it was it was it was you know less than half of what it normally would be for the, the upgraded room.
0: Because we wouldn't. I mean, the balcony room is. Awesome, by the way. I'm very spoiled. I'm gonna definitely want a balcony room in the future. However, they are more expensive. So really honestly, this is about the only way we're going to get a balcony room or a better room is if we can upgrade and get a good deal at the last minute, because we're just not gonna pay for it. It's too expensive. And you consider you're never in your room anyway. You're most of the time you're up on running around the boat and doing things anyway. So you're never in your room. But having that balcony was nice because we did have some kind of our own little size splice of privacy to enjoy the ocean um let's see I'm referring to my show notes here so you've got your room so now they're going to walk you through and, and, and you don't have to make this decision right now whenever you're going through your booking process they're going to ask if you want like a drink package um or any kind of um, internet package any kind of add-ons basically and you have plenty of time to decide this by the way
1: yeah di- dining packages you know all kinds of things like that, and they'll they'll the cruise line will send you probably you know 10, oh, 10 yeah. or 15 emails before the cruise starts
0: and reminding sometimes, you of
1: that. So you and have sometimes of it, it pays that.
0: to wait because sometimes they'll give you actually a little bit of a discount. Sometimes if you right. wait and get like some kind of they'll run like a special or something and send you an email. So sometimes it's, it pays just to kind of wait and see what they offer. Now, the drink package this means that I mean, if you like alcoholic beverages, um, if you like soda um, some specialty coffees, that's all included in this drink package. Um, and basically you have to pay so much money per day per person and you get so many drinks per day. Um, they do that just because it's so expensive. Um, if you're, if you like all those beverages and you were planning on drinking those anyway, you'll save some money. It is expensive, not going to lie. It's expensive add on, but it could be worth it to you. Um, it's not worth it to us. We we're we're not big drinkers or anything. Um, Water, coffee, lemonade, all that stuff's free. It comes with your, the cost of your cruise. Um, but if you want any extras, just keep that in mind. And it's definitely better to buy all this stuff before you get on the boat because it'll, it'll be more expensive when you get on the boat. So just keep that in mind.
1: Look, look Can we talk about what's included for just a second? Because I've had people ask me that. Like, what, what is included in the cruise? You know, do, are they going to have to pay for any food?
0: Well, No. Food, food's included. Okay, so, okay, that's that's a good question. That's that's a good point. So I've
1: actually had somebody that was all worried about going on their cruise. They thought, well, I'm going to have to bring a bunch of money for no. the food.
0: Nope. You do not have to bring any money for food. So, they have a buffet-style buffet dining room that you can go to at certain hours, like, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Everything there is included. You don't have to pay for anything there. Um, they also have a formal dining setting. You can also have that. That kind of dinner every night. That's also included in your in your cruise fare. Now, if you want any specialty foods like steaks or sushi or uh, you know Italian foods, that kind of thing, any kind of specialty dinners, they have dining rooms throughout the the cruise where you have to pay and
1: specialty restaurants. Yeah, they're
0: specialty restaurants, and they, that is an extra cost. Now, you don't ever use cash on a cruise; they always just they, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, you, it have to a, you?
1: yeah you have a little, you're, basically your room key is like a credit card that you use yeah, for everything. Yeah, your cell
0: and sign card and everything is basically, it basically goes onto your account and then you pay for all of that at the end of the cruise. So you don't really have any reason to have cash on you on the cruise itself. Um, again, those are not really worth it to us because we're not big connoisseurs of food or <laughs> we're not foodies or anything like that. Um, but, it, I mean, you know, it might be a, a nice change of pace for someone who's wanting to look for a nice steak meal or...
1: Yeah, just for you know, just for you and your your spouse or whatever, you know, for a couple, it'd be a great thing to do. Because when you go to the dining room, sometimes it's it's a little bit hit and miss who yeah, you're sitting by. That's very true. And, you know, especially, we, we always choose the your time dining option, which basically they, they put you in whatever table is available at that point. If you choose the early or late just regular dining you you might get set with it at a table with who knows right who it's going to be so
0: yeah which i mean side note tip on that if you're going to do any time dining you really want to go right when the dining room opens or you want to go after seven o'clock
1: otherwise you're going to be sitting in line for maybe 45 minutes. That
0: 6 to 7 o'clock hour, that's when you're going to run the risk of being seated with people. And you know what? If that's your bag, that's great. You can sit there and and talk to people and meet new people throughout your cruise. Again, we're a little bit (laughs) antisocial. And we would just prefer to have a, a table to ourselves. So that's why that the option of any time dining works for us, because we would just prefer to kind of avoid that situation if possible. But to be fair, we've met some pretty great people yeah. on past cruises.
1: <clears throat> yeah. But that might be a, a reason why someone would want to do the specialty dining is so they can actually have like a dinner like... Like where you go yes. out to a restaurant and you're at your yes. own table. And it's they, definitely yeah.
0: more intimate. So Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Um, and again, if you're going to do the specialty dining packages, you always want to do that before you get on the boat because it is more expensive when you get on the boat. So just keep all of that in mind when you're booking this, um, that you're going to actually save money if you do all of this before you even set foot on that boat. Um, excursions let's talk about excursions for a moment. So basically those are cruise line uh, sponsored, I guess, um, activities that they they book for their passengers that want to go on land and do something specific. And it could be anything, it could be a snorkeling, it could be anything on the water kind of excursion. It could be bike riding, segways, walking tours,
1: yeah, we we highly recommend excursions because a lot of times you'll get to the port and you'll get off the ship and it's like
0: okay, okay, what now are what?
1: We, yeah, what are we going to do now? Right. Right. And maybe you'll walk around a little bit and you know, look at the souvenirs and it's like, what? Well, okay, what are we doing here?
0: Right. Right.
1: So if you if you get an excursion, then you'll have a a structured thing and we usually take like a walking tour or mm-hmm. a, a tour of the wherever the port is.
0: Because the excursions give you the perfect opportunity to tour the island. Because really, when are you going to be back? You may never be back to this island. Yes, excursions are extra. Yes, they can be a little pricey. But I can tell you, I can only maybe think of one that's just have, has really not even been worth it. Most of the time, we come back and it's we are so glad we did it. We had the best time. We usually have the best tour guides. Usually everybody... Other passengers that are on the excursion with us have been just super friendly, and it's just been a lot of fun. So it is worth the money because you get to see a part of the island that you probably wouldn't have seen otherwise. Because if you don't do it, then just like Kevin said, you're, well, what are you going to do? You, are you going to trust this taxi driver that comes up to you and says, hey, hey, lady, I can go take you around the island for 50 bucks?
1: And we have done that, and it's worked out pretty nice. To it, be it fair, it could be hit or miss with yes. that. Yes,
0: to be fair, we did do that one time in the Bahamas, I believe, wasn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what was her name? Sexy Mary. Uh huh. <laughs> anyway, she was a she was actually a bus driver, because weren't we on there with other people?
1: Well, it was a it was a minivan.
0: Yeah, yeah, and she did. She took us around um and around the island and showed us some points of interest.
1: Yeah, she would drive us around, stop, mm-hmm. we would take pictures, get back on, drive to the next place. Right.
0: So we're not saying that. That is a bad an op- option, and you're it's you know you're gonna end up with somebody that's gonna rip you off. But just know that is Russian roulette; it is a gamble because you you really are not sure what you're gonna get.
1: And one to, one thing to think about also is if you're on an excursion that's not um, sponsored by the cruise line, and something happens, say you have a flat tire or whatever, and you don't make it back to the cruise line on time, the cruise ship will not wait for you unless you're on a cruise sponsored excursion
0: and that's really that's really the winning point for me on excursions because i hate to pay the money but i'm glad i did and i've got that extra security that if something happens on our excursion our boat's going to wait for us because that boat is the one that that set this all up and hired this company to take care of us and things happen you know i mean Sometimes we do we have run late. We have been one of the last groups back on our boat before because an excursion ran late, but we had the peace of mind of knowing that when we get back to that pier, that boat is still there. (laughs) So boy, talk about sinking, filling. Can you imagine getting back to the pier and your boat's gone? Um, okay, so when uh so you got it you got it booked, you got the packages. Somewhat figured out again, you have time to change your mind or add on whatever you want to on that. Again, the excursions you have plenty of time to look through them, see what you can physically handle. They'll kind of give you an idea of how physically active an excursion is. So, if you have any members of family that have a hard time getting around, they'll give you like um, excursions that are rated like you know really um, physical and some that are really easy. It kind of gives you an idea of what to expect before you get on there. Um, and then the, one of the last things you're going to do um, before you actually get on the boat is you're going to check in. And I'm going to let Kevin talk about this part because this is the part he always takes care of before we get on the cruise.
1: Well, it, it's really pretty simple and pretty straightforward. You just uh, essentially just enter your passport information, and there will be quite a few other questions that you enter into the website. And that's really it, just like checking in anywhere else. You just check mm-hmm. in, put your contact information your uh, cell phones and that sort of thing and that, that's that's really it
0: so then if you don't have a passport do they ask for like your driver's license number or something do they how do you how do they do that if you don't have i don't a passport? know i've always
1: had a passport you know one other thing they'll have you do on the online check-in is to uh, set up your credit card account mm, yeah and, you know, link your credit card to the to your room key so that right. you'll be able to make purchases when you're on the ship. Yeah,
0: cuz remember you're not going to need cash on the on the on the boat, but that's how they're going to that's how they're going to charge you is by that credit card number that you register when you check in. Just like if you checked in for like a hotel or something, right? Basically, it's the same process.
1: Well, it's yeah, essentially it, it's it's almost more like when you check in for your a flight or something like that, you know, you, oh. they look at your
0: IDs and that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a better comparison. Um okay, so now you're checked in. Um, so then you're going to want to print off all of your documents and you want to keep a folder and you want to take that folder with you when you go on vacation or when you go on your vacation.
1: Yeah. Your, all your documents and then also, uh, several copies of your, um, luggage tags.
0: Yes. Yes. If you have a printer at home or if you can, I would, we would highly recommend you printing off your luggage tags before you actually go, go ahead and attach them to your luggage. Um, because when you get to the, the pier, and you're unloading your luggage, the 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 attendants are going to want that on your baggage.
1: Yeah, but don't you don't want them on your luggage when you go on your flight because they'll, well. they'll just rip those right <laughs> off of there.
0: That's true. If <laughs> you're going to take a flight, wait. Yeah, you know
1: this, this might kind of sound weird, but we take a stapler with us.
0: We do, yeah.
1: So that when we at the hotel before we are going to the port, we right. staple our right our luggage tags to our.
0: Yeah. And it, it sounds a little extreme and a little over excess or whatever, but when you get to the pier, it's pretty chaotic. Yeah. You've got, you know, about a thousand people are doing the same thing you're doing, trying to get, you know, trying to get their luggage unloaded and sorted and there's a lot of yelling and a little bit it's a little chaotic. So the the more you can do to prepare and make it easier on everybody, the smoother it will be for you. Um, so. yeah. And
1: arrive at the pier at the appointed time. Don't, don't get there early. Otherwise you'll yes. be sitting around in a big line. Yes. Just get there. And I, I found that just one of the later appointment times is the best cause right. you basically get there. Every, you know, there's already a lot of people already on the ship. Right. And There's no line. We usually just walk, walk right on there, walk to the check-in counter, and then walk right on the boat. So
0: which I feel like they've changed that process just in the it's, last few it years. It has gotten a lot better. Oh man, because now they kind of assign you well, a time to check in. Yeah, the
1: time they would assign the time. Right. It used to be just you could. They would just say, you know, start boarding at ten o'clock in the right. morning, and everybody would get there at ten o'clock. Yeah. And there'd be a just a terrible traffic jam.
0: Oh man, it was terrible. Yeah, that's definitely good advice. But And I think they did that just to try to avoid uh, that bottleneck of people coming in at the same time. And so do you have a choice on when they when you can go or do they yes. just assign you? Yeah,
1: that's one thing that you, you do on your online check-in okay. is choose gotcha. the time that you want to arrive. And I, we've just been choosing a later time because, say, the last few cruises we've taken out of New Orleans. So mm-hmm. we, New Orleans. New Orleans. New, New Orleans. I know.
0: I, I say it weird, too. So we go Sorry, go, we're to, from the Midwest. We go to New Orleans. You know, Sorry, everybody from New Orleans, <laughs> drive around
1: a little bit and check out some of the sites, and then yeah. you know, two o'clock, just yep. go right over to the port, and there you are.
0: And that's what we did this last time. This last cruise, we literally we just walked right on. There was very little wait, just because we chose a later check-in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know everybody's anxious to get on the boat, but a little patience really pays off.
1: Anxious to get to that Lido deck. Yeah. <laughs> the buffet is waiting
0: well there's just something there's just something so attractive to be able to eat what you want when you want and it, i don't know it's just it's just fun um all right and then if you're gonna have any if you're gonna if you're gonna choose to if you're choose to, gonna choose to <laughs> stay in a hotel the night before you get onto your boat um, be sure and print off your hotel reservation and with the address and everything we ran into a problem one time uh in San Juan we we landed and the night before we got off and we told the taxi driver where our hotel was and he had no idea where it was so that, that was
1: actually after we got off the cruise i was fumbling oh. around with the folder i okay. had the i had the address of, of the I hotel was before. In a, no it was oh. on the way out remember and i had i had the address in the folder but i couldn't find it with all the chaos of getting off the cruise yeah. so the taxi driver Sort of had to. Yeah, he wasn't drive around till he found Too the hotel. happy with
0: us, but you know, we it never occurred to us that the taxi driver may not know where the hotel is.
1: Yeah, it but was a, it was a, kind of a small hotel. Yeah,
0: but just know that's also something to keep in your folder of documents, and that you may need to pull it out and give the taxi driver the address to your hotel because yeah. we chose one that wasn't quite as known. It was a little bit of a smaller hotel. It was great, but.
1: And I, I had the documents, but I just I just needed to keep them in order, and you know, like the next yeah. one available would, would be yeah. the address to the hotel we're going to to give to the taxi driver, yeah, that's and I a didn't good do idea. that, so that's my fault.
0: Instead of just putting them all willy-nilly in the folder, yeah. uh, keep, them in older, keep them in the order that you're going to probably be using them. Um, all right, so that's basically all of our tips and tricks on how to book it um, and what to look for when you are booking it. Hopefully this was some information that you can use. I know there was... Kind of a lot of rambling here we have some show notes but we kind of get off track a little bit telling you a little bit about our experiences but hopefully um, this came in handy um, and um, i'm excited for you if you're thinking about doing a cruise because it is really just it's an incredible experience highly recommended if this is something that you're thinking about doing and especially on your own but again you have the option of going through a travel agent if you feel more comfortable just know that this is our experience And uh, we've had some really good luck with doing it this way. And uh, we feel pretty comfortable doing it this way now. So we're not going to keep you anymore. Uh, Thanks again for listening. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Like like, and subscribe, please.
0: (laughs) All right, bye. bye.